Welcome to the Mindset Over Matter podcast. I'm your specialist, Nikki Morton, and I'm so happy you're here. Real quick, make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you never miss another episode. You see, this is a place for you to come and learn, to be encouraged, to grow through anything that life throws your way from a place of power. Here, we talk all things goal-getting, mindset, sustainability, and wellness. I'll take you through tried-and-true processes, step-by-step plans, and personal testimonials so that you can choose your mindset over matter to live your best life possible. I cannot wait to grow with you. Let's jump in. Welcome, 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 my friend. I hope that you are having an amazing day. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. I'm super excited that you're here and whatever you have on your plate in the next 10 minutes, kick your feet up, put it off to the side and give me your full attention because today I'm going to be teaching you a very important lesson about how to slow down in order to speed up your business, your goals, your relationships, whatever it is that you are trying to achieve, you can do it through this method without the stress and with all the efficiency that you need. But here's the thing. It sounds incredible. It sounds wonderful. But if you're a high achiever, you're someone who's a goal getter. You are someone who is constantly doing five things at once. That doesn't sound very realistic, nor does it sound very productive. And trust me when I say, I've been there. I still get there all the time. But from me to you, hear me out. While it is important to be high achieving, to have things to get done, to be able to spend time with your family, your friends, be able to get all the things done, I totally get that. And I'm with you. I love to be efficient. But while it's impressive and it feels really good at first to go that extra mile all the time and to make sure that you get everything done for everyone else and to be super helpful and all of those things, at first it's nice, feels good feel productive. But after a week, a month, a year of just that, I don't know about you, but all that screams to me is burnt out, spread way too thin, always thinking about the next event before even really being present in the one that they're in, being grouchy, feeling like they're failing because they just can't seem to get it all done. Is that you? Because I wrote that in my journal about how I was feeling. I felt like I was overwhelmed and a little bit stressed because as I've told you guys before, I just started a new job. And when you're starting a new job and you also have your own business and you also have a podcast, there's just a ton to do. And I am someone who loves to do things and do them well. I don't like to not be able to give my effort and my full effort on things. And so it's given me a lot of anxiety, a little bit of stress, trying to just adjust to this new change. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about how I've been handling this stress and see if this resonates with you. If you have the next 15 minutes to spare, I highly recommend really giving me your full attention here because I have some real good knowledge nuggets to land on you guys today. And I hope that you're ready to hear them so that you can go from being super, super stressed to feeling absolutely fucking blessed, okay? Here's the thing, I'm gonna say it right now. 
if you are someone who grew up in a very stressful household or very high, high frequency household, if you will, you might be addicted to stress. Yes, stress is addictive. And here's why. We cause stress by our thoughts. And what happens is that when we start having thoughts that give us anxiety or give us pressure or things like that, it sends sends neurons in our brain to tell our brain that it needs to have cortisol and adrenaline released into our bloodstream so that we can get things done and that it, we can just be on the go, right? That adrenaline that gets you pumping and going. And then it also releases dopamine, which encourages behavior. So what happens is you get stressed, you perform well under the pressure because you have the adrenaline, and then there's dopamine, that little feeling of pride that we were talking about. All from one simple thought of this needs to get done and I'm not sure if I can do it. But if you've done any research or if you've heard of cortisol, then you might have heard that cortisol is actually the same chemical in your brain that gets triggered when someone has a cocaine addiction. So what happens is your body releases that and it triggers that part of the brain, which triggers the addiction cycle. And that dopamine that hits after is like that high that people get. And so it just becomes a cycle of stress, adrenaline, dopamine, stress, adrenaline, dopamine over and over and over again. And if you are feeling like that's something and that's a cycle that you're going through, then this is for you and it's for me and it's for all of us in the middle because stress is not fun as interesting and uh effective is the best word i guess you could say as it can be it's not sustainable and it actually does our body a ton of damage to have that coursing through our system at all times stress is not safe while there are good elements of stress there are things that cause good stress for this example i'm talking about burnout stress i'm talking about overwhelm stress i'm talking about losing your hair having telogen effluvium, getting IBS and other health problems because you are so stressed out that your body is shutting down on you and causing problems and pleading with you to calm down and give it a break. But are you listening? Are you giving yourself time each day, each week to allow your brain to come down from that? to de-stress? Are you allowing yourself time to rest and recover? Because if you're not, your body is pleading with you. And I said it on last week's episode, and I'll say it this week too. If you do not make time for your wellness, you will be forced to take time for your illness. I mentioned the telogen effluvium. I mentioned the IBS, and here's why. I was so stressed that my hair started following out falling out, that I started throwing up daily, that I was nauseous. Even to this day, when I get really stressed out, I still have those problems. And that's something I have to live with now because of the fact that I was so stressed out and I had that addiction to that stress and not realizing that my desire to help and be loved and be helped or be helpful to everyone and putting so much pressure on that was causing me so much damage, so much pain. And it wasn't until I had those diagnoses, 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 you know what I'm saying. 
it wasn't until that happened that I finally had to flip the switch and go, I can't believe this. No, this is not my life. Like this will not be what happens. And so this is how I changed it. This is what I do every time I feel stressed out. This is what I'm sharing with you. Please take some notes if you are someone who has been in this position or you're in this position right now because I'm with you and I'm here for you. And if you'd like to drop my DMs on Instagram, I will support you because I feel it. Stress is a bitch. Okay. So let's move that and get more into that blessed mindset. Right. So where do we begin when we are feeling so overwhelmed and so stressed out? How do we slow down? How do we get things done? Here's the, here's the deal. The first thing you need to do is slow your freaking roll. Okay. And I mean, literally stop, stop scrolling, put your phone down and sit in silence for like a minute. Give yourself a damn break for a second. Don't constantly be filling your brain with more information, scrolling more, more posts. Every five seconds, you can see something new, but how long are you going to spend in your own brain with the thing that you're with a hundred percent of the time? What are you doing? Ask yourself this question, take out a piece of paper. If you're really overwhelmed, ask yourself these questions. What are you doing? What are you responsible for? What are you trying to do consistently in your life? Where are you currently spending your time? How is your day broken up? And what do you want to be doing with your time? Because I think that's one thing too, is people are always like, oh, I have too many things on my plate, blah, 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 blah. But it's like, if you just had to pick the important things, what would you pick? I read something the other day on Instagram that I really loved, which was that someone was saying, you have a ton of priorities throughout the day, whether it's brushing your teeth to getting to a business meeting to dropping your kid off at soccer and all of these different balls are getting tossed up in the air. And we're juggling these different things, these different ideas, these different um, responsibilities and things like that, that we have in our lives. And some will break or some, not sorry, some will fall. They might not always get done. We might miss them that day. But some balls are made of plastic and some balls are made of glass. Do you want the ball that's glass to fall and to shatter? Or would you rather pick up a plastic bouncing ball the next day and try again? It's about what's actually important. What is actually going to move the needle to get you to what you want? There are millions of things that can pull our attention. Focus is key here and identifying and taking a real honest look at where you're at, what you want to be doing and how things are currently going. If you don't do that, you're never going to know where you're starting at. So make sure that you take the time especially when you're feeling overwhelmed to get it out of your brain and onto the paper so that you can look at it and figure out for yourself which balls are glass and which ones are plastic. The second thing that you need to do once you figure all of that out is get organized for yourself. And you know, it's funny. I think people resist organization. And for a long time I did too, because I felt like I felt like it, it got rid of my freedom, but let me just tell you, when you slot your time, you have so much freedom because you know where your priorities are 
and the rest of that time is up to you. And I can't tell you how many times it took a long, it took a little bit for me, but once I got locked in on my schedule, I don't stray anymore. I'm a very regimented person these days. And here's why, because the day and the time that I decide that I want to not be regimented, I know that I have free time later in the week to make up for whatever priority it was that I'm now scheduling over. But I wouldn't have known any of that if I didn't take inventory of what my priorities were, what do I actually need to get done every single week or every single day, and what matters to me most. Create a running to-do list, create a time blocking sheet for yourself, and then stick to it. Get yourself organized, get yourself aligned so that there's not so many different balls getting thrown in the air. You kind of have a place where they're all nicely put for you and you know exactly where they are, all the glass ones. And you can just kind of juggle the plastic ones and toss them in wherever they, they may be. But it's about prioritizing those glass balls. Make sure you prioritize the glass. Okay? Now, if you're trying to hit consistency, which I know, I know, especially high achievers and especially in today's society, we all know how important consistency is. So please know that if you want consistency and you haven't been getting it before, something isn't working. My guess is that you don't have accountability, whether it's with yourself or having someone else keep your accountability. It's a lot harder to quit on something when you have something or has someone that you report to. And if you're not feeling comfortable with being or reporting to someone else, get yourself a habit tracker that you put on the back of your door that you check off every single day what you've done. I started doing that and that's how I lost 60 pounds. And I'd been trying for years before to lose that weight. And I was able to do it in a year and a half once I started habit tracking. Hear me when I say, organization, y'all, is the shit. And it's exactly what you need to start getting things on the right track, to start getting a little bit of traction instead of just spinning your wheels in whatever direction you think you're trying to go. Get some alignment, get that clarity so that you can, and get organized so that you can show up and know exactly what you're here to do. Because you are not here to be average. You're here to crush it. You don't need to be stressed. You just need to get organized. I have repeated this quote a couple of times, but one of my favorite sayings that um, a good friend of mine's dad who recently passed away said is, the separation is in the preparation. And I never understood that until I really started getting organized with my life, with my priorities. And I started realizing just how true that statement is. It's if you want to go far in life, it's about how you prepare ahead of time. Are you showing up late or are you getting up early, making sure you have enough time in your day to get all the things that you need to do done? Are you picking your outfit out the night before or are you rushing around late and just throwing something together last second while you're stressed out and running out of the door? Could you set your coffee cup up and your coffee in the morning beforehand so that when you get up, it's right there for you? Because organizing and setting yourself up for success is what's going to allow you to start gaining that traction towards your goals, start moving the needle towards your goals and do it in a way that's actually sustainable and not stressful. But you have to organize if you want to go farther in your life. You have to get your shit together. That's the best way I can put it. If you want to be less stressed, you got to start getting your shit together, at least in your own brain. 
And then the third tip that I have <clears throat> to reduce your stress is to make sure that you prioritize and take active steps every single day to do something to release that stress. For me, I go for a walk every single morning with my dog without my phone. I meditate. I read. I journal and I make a gratitude list every single day. Those are the things that for me are me taking time to pour into my own cup so that when I pour it out into others, it's not a bunch of hot air. You don't need to wait and please don't wait a week, a month or whatever it is. Do something now. Don't wait till it boils over and you are burnt out and just an absolute mess or grouchy or snapping at your kids or husband. Like don't wait that long. That's up to you. No one else can choose how you take care of yourself. No one else can give to you what you can give to yourself by deciding to take care of number one, which is you inside your brain, you inside your heart, you inside your soul. No one else can do that for you because no one else is in there. Just you are. So take some time to take care of yourself. And guess what? If someone else doesn't understand that, that's on them. They don't have to understand it. You have to understand it. You have to prioritize it. Don't put it on them. Don't put it outside of yourself. Don't try to say that it's your life stressing you out. You have complete autonomy over what you do and don't do. Even if you don't currently think that you do, you just haven't actually really thought about it. No one's forcing you to do anything. No one's holding a gun to your head, making sure that you get up on time. No one's holding a gun to your head, making sure that you feed your children dinner or that you have to do all these house chores or, or else. And if you are, please contact someone. There's plenty of resources to take care of that. And hit your girl up. I got you. But outside, of, if that's actually the case, yes, call someone. Not the case, though, most of the time. It's just our poor preparation. How much time are you spending scrolling on your phone instead of going out for a 15-minute walk? I'm sure you could find 15 minutes of scrolling time throughout your day somewhere that you could be walking, that you could be journaling, that you could read 10 pages or 5 pages of a book. But if you're not prioritizing your own self-care, how can you expect anyone else to do the same for you or to give you any kind of consideration in that when you don't give it to your damn self? I love y'all, but you know I'm going to keep it real. And I'm keeping it real right now. You have to take care of you. So do it daily. Find five minutes of time. Find 10 minutes of time. Something I'm working on, I'm actually really excited to announce, is that I'm actually creating a little bit of a resource when it comes to taking care of yourself and how to take care of yourself if you're a high achiever and stressed out or burnt out and you only have a short amount of time, keep your eyes open because I'm creating a resource specifically dedicated to that and what you can do in those situations. But until then, take a look at Pinterest, take a look at several resources on Instagram and ask yourself, what would fill up my cup? What would make me feel good? And how can I bring more of that into my life? Can I get up 10 minutes earlier so that I have 10 minutes to myself before the kids get up? Can I get up an hour earlier and fit in a 10, 15 minute walk, 30 minute bike ride, something? Can I journal? Can I read? Do what you need to do, but make sure that you do something. 
the other suggestion that I have is find something, like I said, I, I know I said walking a couple times, but find something active for yourself because as Elwood says, exercise makes people happy. Happy people have endorphins. It releases tension and burns off energy and relieves stress. So go take a walk. Go do kickboxing. Karav Maga. Peloton. Go hit the gym. Burn energy. Get it out. Do something that gets your mind cleared of all of the commotion because it's focused on being connected to your body. Connect with yourself again so that you can start to notice when you start getting stressed out so that you can notice when your energy starts feeling off and take preventative steps rather than trying to put it all back into a box after it blows up. There's a few things that you can do to clear your brain if you want. I'm going to give a couple of examples. I'm not going to dive too far into it, but you can do bullet journals. You can do brain dump journaling, create a to-do list. You can create a gratitude list for yourself. You can meditate however you need to. There are hundreds of ways to meditate. I know that some people who are listening to this might be like, oh, it's woo wooey. But there is years and thousands and thousands of years of data that proves how great meditation is for the human body, for the brain, for the soul, for all of it. So keep it, keep thinking it's woo woo all you want, but the only one that's missing out on it is you. Just keep that in mind. Okay. Just saying, just saying. But other thing to do is just make sure that you are trying to connect to the highest version of yourself, that you're trying to bring yourself more into alignment with who you truly are and how you truly want to show up in the world. Instead of this stressed out, burnt out version, that's just getting, you know, the leftovers. If your family is getting the leftovers of your grouchiness from giving all of your energy away to work, is that who you want to be? Is that how you want to show up in the world? I didn't want to show up like that in the world anymore. And that's what started my change. I wasn't showing up as who I wanted to be. So if you're someone who's feeling super stressed out, you're feeling really overwhelmed. Here are my three tips. I'm going to sum them up real quickly, which is, Slow your roll and take inventory of exactly where you're at. Take the time to get organized and make sure that you are actively taking steps for yourself to reduce your stress more consistently so that you don't have to worry about those big blowups. Here's the thing, you guys, life is going to happen. There is never going to be a smooth, totally smooth sailing day or life or any of that but it can be smooth inside of your head if you take the time to create the calm waters. A lot of times people don't want to give themselves that much time, but I promise you, if you give yourself enough time for your brain to settle down, that whispering highest intuitive voice will come back to you. Nurture it, give it love, take the time not to stress and do the things that you need to do to make you your best version. Because that's all anyone really wants from you anyways. They want you happy. They want you less stressed. They want you excited about life. So go out, go do your stress relievers, go get some exercise, go do the damn thing, go be a goal getter. But don't let yourself get all wrapped up in the little stress roller coaster, okay? Because you need to take the time. I swear it's worth it. And again, I'll leave you with this. 
If you don't take the time for your wellness, you'll be forced to take time for your illness. That's all I have for you today. I hope that you have gotten as much out of this as I feel like I've gotten out of just telling you. And I hope that you have an amazing rest of your day and I'll talk to you next time.